Next stop today on Blueprint has gone off on a tangent is John Rogers, Chief Innovation Officer at CoreLogic. Hi, John. Welcome. Thank you so much. Fantastic to be here. CoreLogic, you guys are leading R&D in the biggest asset class in the world, U.S. real estate. That's right. That's How right. are you doing it? So I run research and development for the company. Uh, we're very fortunate that we service over a million realtors for you and I to find a home. Uh, we touch about 95% of all loans through the mortgage origination and servicing uh, processes. And a, a similar figure in the insurance space in terms of uh, underwriting and claims. And because of all that, we collect over 22,000 data sources, a fax of a fax. Think of all the documents you and I sign when we buy a house. So we uh, procure and uh, manufacture that, that data all the way through to point cloud data, which is 3D data. Think about satellite imagery, aerial imagery, drone imagery. And we then build, we've got a 21st century uh, data manufacturing plant on all things property and location. And with that, you can build amazing insights on the essentially the biggest asset class in the world. I bet, I bet you can. Lots to unpack there. So we're talking about a $43 trillion industry here. That's right. The yeah. biggest asset class in the world. Um, so let's first uh, hone in on uh, residential. Uh, and you mentioned climate yes. impact yes. on uh, residences and insurance and mortgages. So what are you doing on the climate and, and how are you powering decisions there? So we've got, uh, we've built something called climate risk analytics, and that helps companies measure, model, and mitigate the effects of climate change to every single structure, every single property. At the asset level. In the United States. Wow. So initially it goes up to 2050. Um, as, as you're probably aware- The year 2050. Yes. Yes. So it's a predictive model, provides a financial risk profile to mm -hmm. every structure. Obviously, that's helpful for federal agencies to help shape policy. Obviously, that's helpful for lenders to obviously provide loans and protect uh, the financial economy of the, of the, of the housing ecosystem. Yeah. Useful for insurers to set premiums and protect homes. So it's uh, used in uh, multiple ways. It's got four key ingredients. Just to What are they? All the property information. So think about first floor height, roof age, roof yeah. material. So property the, features. Property features. Yeah. And obviously with CoreLogic, we've got the best view of the, of the property. Mm -hmm. All the financial metrics. So think about valuation models, uh, reconstruction costs, all the perils. Think about winter storms, hurricanes. We combine all that with the fourth ingredient, which is greenhouse emission models, which we take from the Intergovernmental Panel of Climate Change, which is part of the United Nations. And with that, uh, we literally simulate property per peril, 300,000 scenarios of, say, a hurricane against a particular property. And that provides a profile of the financial risk for that house. So just want to reiterate that for a second. You simulate 300,000 possible scenarios. Correct. Per structure. Correct. And that provides a basically a bell curve, and you can provide a metrical average annual loss which is a financial indicator that is very useful, obviously, to all the markets that we serve. So once you provide a financial measure, it really helps all the housing ecosystem really lean in and try and protect home ownership and also uh, protect the financial stability. Uh, yeah, it sounds like this, you also removed the, the bias yeah, by doing exactly that. Yeah, right. well, you know? exactly right. It's like once you provide a financial measure, definitely provides focus to the housing ecosystem. So we're working with, uh, as an example, we're working with the Federal Reserve Board right now and they're assessing the top six banks 
in the United States. So think of your Wells, your city, your uh, Bank of America. And we're simulating a hurricane event in the year 2050, understanding the impact to the book of business and to the homes, uh, understand practices, and really help shape policy for the future uh, to make sure that we fascinating I mean, the the best way to predict the future as they say is to create it that, and and i think uh you you're onto that and i wanna i wanna talk about this uh, truth data for all yeah. things property and location that's right? correct because this is what uh what i'm understanding from everything that you do right it's, that's correct you do you touch on a lot of points however you start at the asset level and then you grow to also the neighborhood the location that's the factors right. and that's then right. also the climate impact that's right well, uh, and I, I love your phrase, the truth data set. It's, it's interesting. If you think about, say, generative AI, that's actually uh, shining a very strong light on the old adage of garbage in, garbage out. And you've, you've probably seen a lot of the you know, press reports where generative AI goes slightly awry, uh, awry and provides misinformation. Uh, as they so, call it, hallucinations. That's I don't right. know who's giving acid to these generative AIs, but you know, it's... Uh, that's it's exactly right. I, I, I was recently at the uh, NARI event uh, for real estate editors, and uh, this lovely gentleman, 50 years in the business, asked ChatGPT about himself and told him he wrote a book that he never did, oh my a God. contentious article that he never, never did, and uh, much to his surprise, uh, he had passed away in 2017. So obviously, if you don't have that truth data set, the outcomes will go awry. That's why, obviously, with a forty-three trillion dollar asset class, you want to work on the truth data set, and, and that's what CoreLogic has. I mean, I can I can think of something more important to have a truth data set in this uh, quote-unquote post-truth era that we live in. Exactly right. Exactly right. You you gave us a, a little a little teaser uh, this morning about a product that you're working on for affordable housing yes. development. Yes. I want to hear about it. Yes. So we're in pilot mode with. Uh, working with several areas around the United States, uh, in Memphis, uh, Ohio, Columbus, and soon hopefully in, in Philadelphia, where some of the challenges in affordable housing obviously are a very complex issue. There's a 4.3 million housing shortage in the United States. You could argue there is plenty of subsidies, but there's challenges in pushing that through the funnel to develop uh, affordable homes. So we've, and typically it takes double digit months in several years to get housing approval. Yeah, the pre-development phase. Exactly right. So we've built a solution where its aim is to solve the conundrum, provide and build affordable homes for a certain median income, and also provide an ROI back to the land and building developer. So we've built a clean room, which allows multiple groups to come in. So think of CDCs, lenders, building developers, land developers, MLS title companies, and we can research together, press a button, and out pops basically P&Ls about different options of building affordable homes. Because if you imagine, remember CoreLogic, we have all the neighborhood information, valuations, all the reconstruction costs, yep. construction costs, so we can build this model very, very quickly and run it in an afternoon, basically. I mean, that's that sounds wonderful because it's not only streamlining development of affordable yep. housing, but you're also bringing the different parts that go into the development process to collaborate all under exactly. one roof. And that's exactly the key word is collaboration and it provides transparency. I'll give you an example. Often when uh, affordable housing developments um, in the planning, in the feasibility and planning phase, there's not enough density of comparables. So there's an appraisal gap basically. So right. we've built models to help understand what the valuation should be, which will actually then promote uh, subsidies. So that helps the process and get it signed off rather than slow down or reject it. 
we really want to push more development through that funnel. Fascinating. I mean, talk about collaboration, one of Tangent's values. So perfect segue to our uh, next question. I'm going to give you a collaboration superpower, John. Yes. If you had to pick a person, dead or alive, that you'd like to do a partnership with, that you'd like to collaborate with, who would that be? That's a great question. Who would I like to collaborate? Well, I'd love to collaborate with uh, the chief scientists of NASA. They do amazing work on uh, weather events, uh, sea level rises, different gravitational pools across the, uh, across mm -hmm. the Earth. Uh, and then obviously they're trying to colonize Mars. So uh, at some point we need to work out the structures on Mars, but that might be a few, few years off. But that'd be my... My uh, collaboration superpower. Yeah, yes. Thank you for that uh, curveball uh, answer. John Rogers, Chief Innovation Officer at CoreLogic. Thank you so much for coming to Tangent here at Blueprint in Vegas. Thank you so much, Edward. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review Tangent and share the show with a friend. This episode is produced by me, Edward Cohen. Thanks for listening to Tangent. And remember, collaboration is our superpower. So stay curious and always be learning. Thank you.